All right, welcome back, niggas and friends, <laughs> to another episode of this program. I am Gail King. And I am Dr. Ebony. Yes, this is the read. Hallelujah. Um, welcome back. Still here in January. Very, very cold here in the city, but <laughs> finally. That's how these things work, I guess. Yeah, after them 70 degrees. Um, Black Excellence this week. I'm going to give to two lovely women. First up, Sheila Ruffin. Sheila Ruffin is a graduate of Hampton University and Howard Law. Um, mm-hmm. It now owns a boutique travel agency called Soka Caribbean Yacht Charters. This is a yacht charter company um, that she began after landing a job on the island of St. Thomas. She was practicing law at one point and decided she wanted to get into the travel business. She Googled yacht agencies, found out more information about that. I love this. And this all leads to her charter company that exists today. Again, that is Soka Caribbean Yacht Charters. Basically, they offer a door-to-dock-to-door service. What that means is that the minute you step out of your home... There's a luxury car that will take you to the airport. Yes. Once you get to whatever island you're about to go to, they also have transfers to the dock where you can live your bad bitch lifestyle. Um, All of the amenities and services and things like that are provided and also in reverse. So they'll take you right back to where you're at (laughs) and things of that nature. Right. Um, So this is a black woman who owns this agency. I've actually used like yacht charter situations before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never with a, a black owned situation that i know of i'm sure it wasn't you would have known so they would have made that clear this is pretty fire i think this is dope and um it says here to be the anchor between the yacht industry and millennials and people of color is amazing (coughs) ruffin says it's not easy i'm entering into a space where black women aren't normally present Mm -hmm. it's an amazing feeling it also says here that according to black enterprises because of them we can again according to black enterprise in 2018 african-americans contributed 63 billion dollars to the u.s travel and tourism industry Hmm. So if you are like myself, freezing your ass (laughs) off and trying to figure out where you're going to go that is warmer as soon as possible, and you thought maybe I would lay out on a yacht and be fancy, here is some information. First of all, I just love that it's called Soka Caribbean Yacht Charters. Yeah. (laughs) That is great. Gives me all of the information I need. So you can go to SokaYachtCharters.com for information to book and things of that nature. Or maybe you can even just go say yeah, congratulations. I'm on sis. her website right now. <laughs> um, see you out here being black and lovely and awesome. This is incredible. I love that. First of all, she Googled it. <laughs> she wanted to learn how to do something. Yeah. And so she went straight to freeassgoogle.com. Where information lives. And then the yachts are called Bronze Breadfruit. <laughs> wow. I didn't even Gold, guava, and silver soursop. <sighs> I'm going to go with... <laughs> Now, this is in level of, like, accommodation. So, it's bronze, silver, gold. So, the gold uh, one is, like, all the amenities and shit. The bronze one is for, you know, you brokies who only have $37,000. <laughs> I really just enjoy the yacht being yes. called breadfruit. Mm. So... I mean, that comes with a captain and a chef, three guest cabins. It's a yacht, bitch. Like, there's nothing. <laughs> You're not going to not like it, it, right? Yeah, I doubt that I'm going to be like, oh, poverty. <laughs> yes, go off, Sheila. This is great. Also, I wanted to give Black Excellence to a writer by the name of 
Aaliyah as King. Oh, I took a workshop with Aaliyah when I very first moved here. Did you? Somebody paid for me to go to Aaliyah's workshop. They were like, I feel like this would be really good for you. And I've never forgotten that. I've never forgotten that experience. And so when I saw this interview, I was like, of course Aaliyah did this. Well, I want to just say that um, I read this interview, like, I feel like the moment it went up, somebody was like, hey, girl, this is for you. You know it. Um, She interviewed Tyler Perry for Level, which is a publication through Medium. And... um, They talk about all sorts of things going on with Mm -hmm. Tyler, his opinions. It felt very much, I'm trying to get some things off of my chest from Sir Perry. Mm -hmm. Um, But they did also discuss the tweet we talked about last week where he posted all them scripts, talking Mm -hmm. about his work ethic. Yes. He doesn't have a writer's room. Yes. Um, Now, before we get into that, the reason I'm giving her Black Excellence is not just because of this interview with Tyler Perry, but because I thought this was an amazing interview altogether. I think that she's very just, she's very good at interviewing, and I would honestly probably just be here for her interviewing literally anyone. Yeah. Um, And the reason I enjoyed it so much is because she was unbiased. Mm-hmm. She was fair. She was. But she also asked the questions and she challenged the answers right. she was given. And I feel like it's very normal. I don't even think it's a bad thing, but it's normal for a lot of times interviewers, especially if you're interviewing someone or whatever for a company publication or whatever that you work for. Like if you're sent on an assignment, mm-hmm. it can be very easy for freelance writers or whoever to be like just doing their job and not really that engaged. Yeah. Um, and that's how you end up with interviews a lot of the times where you're asking the same questions or you don't want to ask blah, blah, blah. Everybody's bored. That's another part of the reason why I just don't care to do them. But I felt like she just did such a great job mm-hmm. and have, she had a very clear point of view. Yep. But wasn't being like wasn't being easy or biased or hostile or whatever. She was just a great interviewer, right. I think. And I was really um, impressed by the way that this whole thing panned out. So I just wanted to give a shout yeah. out to her also because I was just like, wow, this is a great interview. It's a fantastic interview. It is really good. And to Tyler's credit, a lot of celebrities will not let people talk to them like this, even yeah. though she's not being disrespectful. Just the fact that she's like making him expound on things or clarify right. things or whatever, like that should not be as rare and refreshing as it is. And Tyler made some great points here. And then yeah. he said some things <laughs> we're, like, we're never going to know how she got on that fucking boat. And that just is what it is. I mean, he explained it, but. Did he? No. <laughs> so, so, and when she was like, but that don't, he was like, okay, but write this down. Like, bitch, get over the boat. He's ready for all of us to move on. Um, so. Definitely read that if y'all haven't already, although I'm sure you have. Let's just talk about a piece of it for our Hot Tops, Bread Dead Redemption. Um. Okay. I really just came up with that because I realized that the very second day ago, I didn't come up with a name. So. As far as what he was talking about with the writer's room. Yes. He did finally, well, he gave a bit more insight on mm-hmm. why he doesn't have a writer's room, which is, according to him, because he has dealt with writers before, unionized and non- non-unionized, mm-hmm. and claims that he had a terrible time right. with both situations. Felt like they was just punking him out of money. Right. Well, he said that he felt like the, the unionized writers were trying to punk him out of money because... You have to pay for every rewrite for rewrites. Yeah. So he did say at one point that he felt like they 
were intentionally turning in things they they knew would need to be rewritten so that they could get paid again. Mm-hmm. And he also said, as far as the unionized writer, that someone complained to the union that they felt like he was never going to be satisfied with what they were turning in and that he was just going to continue to ask for rewrites. Right. And then the non-unionized writers that he was writing with before, um, he said that basically they just didn't see it Mm -hmm. you know connect with the voice or whatever so after working with writers in the past he said i'm gonna do all this shit by myself which makes more sense to me right now it does she said in this interview that he should still have writers which i agree with (laughs) yes um and he claims that they have did he say four it was just in front of me here but that they have shows coming up at Tyler Perry Productions. Oh yeah, with that will have Four their shows. own showrunners yes. and writers' rooms. So, but as far as I guess the ones that he showed in that clip, those mm-hmm. shows or whatever that the viewers want his voice and their you know his shows are number one in in yep. black audiences, et cetera, et cetera. And so the doll's not moved. And leave him alone. Yeah, and I can't blame him for that either. Like, y'all can say my shit is terrible all you want to, but if I'm just getting richer and richer every year, somebody clearly likes it. So, like, okay, you don't, but, bitch, you don't have to. I'm doing just fine without your support. And I saw legions of the girls who were, like, who were commenting on all of these threads that popped up this weekend about the new movie, Fall From Grace. Oh, I did not Because people were, like, screenshotting mistakes and continuity errors in the film or whatever, which I would say was mostly bolstered by that work ethic. I don't need y'all hoes. Yeah, tweet. that made it worse. Um, it definitely did. And a lot of his fans were like, y'all girls don't like need to be doing all of this. This was wrong with black people now. Y'all can't. Da, 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 da. So yeah, I'm sure he has tons of fans who don't really give a fuck what he's cranking out because right. they still enjoy it. And that is fair. So yep. content. And he also did say that he understood where people were coming from or you know how they may have felt offended being writers right. knowing writers and feeling like wow girl right. okay, well. or the point that just because you dealt with them people don't mean you can't work with other writers or yeah. so many people writing so again couldn't explain how mommy came up off of that boat no. drier than air you know <laughs> and um and said listen make sure you run that WGA part right because that was an exclusive because mama was like hey so <laughs> She cool. kept asking about the boat thing. Like, the answers were not good enough. He was like, oh, you know, she snuck out of the house when they were at the reception and snuck on the boat. And she was like, yes, but how did she get back onto the boat? She swam up on the boat, but it was moving. No, it wasn't. Remember? It, it stopped. Was it was stopped. But why was she dry? Look, just run the goddamn <laughs> shit that I said, bitch, about the motherfucking WGA, and I'm not doing the rest of this. I was like, oh god, extremely entertained yes. by that. <laughs> Tyler said the WGA part was an exclusive, and Aaliyah said so was the mission. How she got on that boat? I'm like, this is the best interview because I have two ever don't read. Equal it six. Don't. It just does not, and that's the black ass. Yeah, end this of is it. a really great interview, and honestly, the only thing it cleared up for me was why Tyler is so anti-writer because. I did not obviously know all this stuff about the Writers Guild, so this makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But I'm glad Aaliyah said you could always work with new people because, it's, it's facts. you That's, know, right, this was eight, ten years ago. It's an excuse. It's not a great one. Yeah. I mean, and I just, yeah, I appreciate more celebrities, please, doing interviews and, like, 
not being afraid to talk about the real side of shit. Because this is Tyler Perry saying, you know, when it come right down to it, bitch, I'm quite rich. Somebody fucking likes it. I have done so much. And so if y'all don't, then you can just not watch. It's still no excuse for some of the bullshit that you'd be putting on TV and, and on the big screen or whatever the fuck else. But again, if the girls that do flock to go see it don't have a problem with it and they're mm-hmm. having a blast or whatnot, y'all are entertained, then who the fuck am I? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I'm not going. So, And he pointed out that the West Wing and Euphoria were all written by, you know, one writer. So the fuck what? Right. I mean, the difference is that those shows are like really good, but... Again, just because I don't like Tyler Perry's TV shows don't mean nothing. And also, you pointing out that white white men or whomever have their own, this, they don't have writers' rooms either, and they write all their stuff on themselves. Like, of course, nobody's surprised by white people being like, "I'm gonna do all of this by myself, and I'm gonna do this and da 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 da." You know what I mean? And again, you giving context makes it, you know, clearer. For someone like myself yep. who may have been confused by what you were talking about, mm-hmm. but I think the reason that black writers may have been disappointed is because. This is a prominent black creator, yep. director, writer, and we've celebrated the fact that you've given opportunities to black people. So, of course, niggas are going to be confused as to why you're not giving right. opportunities to black writers. So, y'all bringing up who, whatever other white man that doesn't do it well. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> that. The same reason that motherfuckers is like, oh, oh so. Man. Y'all pointing out that the judge in the movie got the script in front of them or whatever other shit that they screenshot. But <laughs> what? what about the last season of Game of Thrones and that Starbucks cup? Niggas you mean the Starbucks cup that they flamed <laughs> to this goddamn day? What do you day? mean? Why people still won't let that go? You mean the writing in that season that niggas flamed to this day? Yes. Just how you like the movie and, and, right, and start. Right, right. Don't act like nobody said anything about the fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> Don't act like that didn't happen. Let, let me tell you something. Oh, Just no. because oh, uh-uh. I don't like it, they don't like it, we don't like it, doesn't mean that you can't just say, I do. Bitch, I do like it, right. The end. It, I don't I like a lot of Medea stuff. I am the only bitch <laughs> no. to like something. Nope. That's fine with me. What are you going to do, fight me? Because right. I like it and you don't? I will stand up in that. Whether you like it ain't got nothing to do with me and what you we're doing You know how, many, how many hills I've taken bullets on, <laughs> bitch, bitch by my motherfucking self? I don't care. Too. Just say you like it. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without 
knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, oh, all right, Tyler. Other than this, lots of niggas in legal trouble. Oh, no. Um, oh, before we, let's just mention Mariah Carey is being inducted in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Yay. The Isley Yay. Brothers, it seems, are also, this is one of those things that's like, now? Like, I didn't, I, I feel didn't like. Didn't realize y'all wasn't yeah. <laughs> already in it, but okay. I mean, I don't think I randomly think about the Songwriters Hall of Fame and things like that, but it's just shocking when you think of people like this have been making music since yeah you know i was drinking juicy jukes out (laughs) of a box and so that's strange also i think uh biggie is being inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame i saw oh okay i think is being um inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame but i can't remember who that is i'm so happy for mariah i'm so glad to see her flourishing like this like so many years after she started what was that stat she's the only artist to have a number one in four different decades like bitch what is that what Mm -hmm. is that that is fucking nuts yeah i just love it she doesn't stop with the um with the records and the the number ones and all that other stuff and mama can literally just be like you know here i am doing an, an intimate show in one of my gowns singing songs from (laughs) the 80s and 90s oops it went number one again (laughs) (laughs) the Lemley don't have to argue with nobody oh Whitney Whitney's being inducted yes that's the other one and Nine Inch Nails Depeche Mode okay I'm into it I think the Neptunes are also being inducted in the Songwriters Hall of Fame oh okay Eurythmics William Mickey Stevenson I don't know who these shout out to that other man in um what did you just say? The Neptunes. That one guy. That's not for real. The Asian, right. The one that's not for, for real because... I can't remember his name. <laughs> right. See, can't remember his name, but I'm sure he's very rich and loving his life. I'm certain of it. So, you so, know, literal goals. <laughs> Neptunes, three people? Or am I thinking of a different wow. collective? Is it always just the two of them? I thought so. Oh, no. I'm thinking of N-E-R-D, which is a completely different thing. Yes, it is. Chad Hugo. That's his name. All right. So, girls, um, let's talk about the baby first. So, the baby. I don't want to talk about him. He keeps being found in complicated <laughs> situations. No, for real. No, he does. 
because I totally understand this latest one. So he was apparently staying at a hotel in Beverly Hills quite recently and was caught on video um, shoving one of the workers from the hotel into a literal seat. Like he actually <laughs> sat this motherfucker down right at the, the front of the hotel here. I love him. While wearing very bright colors. Like it's like a lime green and maybe a, a deep sea blue. Okay. Um, so, you know, of course that jumped on to TMZ quicker than, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog runs because they have, I feel like somebody from TMZ just sits down at the precinct and just oh, waits. Yeah. Just, they just wait. Any rappers today? No. Or they have like spies in the lobby of every luxury hotel in LA in the surrounding area. They have to. Maybe they're just tapped into the, um, what is that shit that the police be having where they... Them can, scanners? Yeah. Yeah. And just look out. They might be listening to police scanners. I would be shocked if they weren't. But TMZ... The first ones to report a rapper got arrested. They broke Michael Jackson's death. So... Yeah. They... Yeah, they got like niggas Like, before on the a nigga inside. even died. Right. They just guessed. Right. Everybody was like, bitch, TMZ play too goddamn much. And then... I'm just saying. I think niggas, that's how Joe found out he was dead. Yeah. Through TMZ, like on TV or an interview or something like, bitch, what? Fucking nuts. So Truth Maybe Zero posted this photograph, I mean, a video of um, Baby putting hands on this man. So Baby had to go and post an iOS and uh, release on his stories. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six pages. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it starts by saying, that hotel worker you see me pushing came up to me outside the hotel and asked, could he record a video of me while I was holding my two-year-old daughter? I calmly and respectfully said, uh, by the way, two-year-old daughter is in red. All of this is bolded. Yeah. He emphasizes the things he wants to make sure you see. Also, for hip-hop iOS releases, pretty well spelled. He likes to remind us that he went to school. Grammar? Yeah. Not too bad. It's really not. It's better than a lot of these listeners. For the ones I see? Yeah. I calmly and respectfully said no and explained to him that him posting a video of me at the time would compromise the safety of me and my child by letting social media know where we were staying. This is the truth. Yes, that's it an is. editor's note. I didn't. <laughs> right. I mean, that's not in there, but it is true. I mean, it's just common sense. After being told no, still being on the clock at work, he walked to the other side of the parking lot, maybe 50 feet away and zoomed in while recording a video of me and my daughter on Snapchat after I politely asked him not to and gave him an explanation as to why I didn't want him to. I then handed my daughter to her uncle <laughs> and walked over to him as he was typing his caption on the video yes. of me and my child, not knowing that I saw him record it. And then I was over his shoulder watching him type the caption. It was all in red. Mm-hmm. I told him to delete the video immediately and take his bitch ass back in the hotel and do his job since he wasn't capable of being professional enough to abide by, by company policy while doing his job outside of the hotel. Upon entering the hotel, I made him sit down. You did. You did. And understand the fact that no video is worth the safety of my child being compromised, especially after I politely explained to him the reasoning behind me saying no. Not to mention the fact that he is at work and his job is to valet park cars, not record customers and violate their privacy, which I'm 100% sure is against employee policy at the hotel. For some reason, I felt like in this case, it should have been pronounced privacy. <laughs> Yes, you should have. Because I feel like that's he meant it in a classy way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but uh, I also agree. I am certain this hotel in Beverly Hills has a bitch. You better not record no guest here policy. I'm sure they do. Being a celebrity and being liked by the public is cool and all, but I'm a father before anything, and my number one priority.
priorities providing for and protecting the interest of my child. And anybody that don't respect that, I don't want your respect. Also, <laughs> big fun. Big fun. And Team Z, while y'all continuously attempt to assassinate my character with y'all incomplete and judgmental stories, y'all let the Beverly Hills AC Hotel know that my lawyer will be in contact. And if they don't provide my legal team the video of their employee violating company policy by asking me and continuing to record me and my child outside of their hotel while he was supposed to be doing his job, the same way they provided them the video of my reaction, I got a big pretty ass lawsuit on the way with their name on it. Large smiling emoji, baby. I simply agree, uh, Mr. Baby. And furthermore, I feel like that shove was nothing. Right. He didn't even beat the nigga's ass. He really didn't. As was warranted. You know what I'm saying? He just made sure that he had your mm-hmm. undivided attention right. by getting you the nearest fucking seat. Mm-hmm. Literally. But like we said a couple of weeks ago, you are at a place now where like you cannot just be putting your hands on people. Yeah, unfortunately. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sadly. Even, even when I understand why Yeah, because I would have snapped. Physical. I would have snapped and I ain't even got no kids. You know what I mean? Because... Like, okay, there's also a video, like, I saw yesterday of Quavo putting hands on two people, including one that was allegedly uh, one of Beyonce's dancers, one of the twins. What? So, Offset had a capsule collection launch fashion show oh, I did in see Paris. That. Well, I saw Cardi. And so, <laughs> I didn't even see that. Uh, I actually didn't see anything from Cardi this, looked besides sickening, my nigga. The Quavo, I'm not surprised. Besides the, this... Ordeal. So apparently he tried to get into the show. Someone at the door maybe didn't recognize him. He was livid. And <laughs> apparently one of the dancers was actually trying to help him by being like, nigga, that's Quavo. Right. And guess he didn't understand that. Put hands on more than one. And it's like that situation, nigga, come on now. Now, it's how the party? fuck you have a, an entourage and nobody is, is is hitting these swings for you? Right. Bitch, you done met Rihanna and motherfucking goddamn whoever the fuck else. <laughs> <Look at you. laughs> All of these, bitch, you at live every fucking Monday. Right. I, you don't have to ever, no. ever, like, reach out for no lemon pepper wings or no bands when we get go down to Magic Please. City. I shouldn't have to punch nobody in the face. Right. You know what I mean? And the same thing goes for Baby. But now if Baby did haul back... And bust out this motherfucker's two front teeth. I would have looked to the left and the right like sunbathing Squidward. <laughs> bitch, I didn't see nothing. <laughs> he asked you right. nicely. <laughs> you have to understand where this man is coming from. Right. It's not just that he's there with, you know, bottles of Hennessy and, and diamonds. And he yeah. don't want nobody to know where he's at. He's with his baby. His literal baby. Right. So, nigga, act like you have some fucking common sense. And you are on the clock. You're on the clock. I would be shocked if this young man still has a job. I wouldn't be surprised if the Beverly Hills AC was like, well, listen, girl, you a liability. Because you signed the paperwork when you got here. Clearly, you ain't got no motherfucking sense. <laughs> you you don't have no sense. Like, to ask already when you in uniform and on the clock, it's like, you know you shouldn't be doing this. But then to sneak off and only go 50 feet away, and like, like he don't still see you. Woo. Nigga, and this is the weird thing about, like celebrity and social media and all of that shit because nigga you couldn't just be like hey i saw the baby at work today you work at a hotel nigga you don't you think that's all the time you think somebody would have thought you were lying 
Remember when we was just sitting outside and we saw Kanye just walk past? Yes. It happens all the time. It's L.A. So, like, what is you doing? Pre, I have lost my Kardashian-ass mind That's and true. I don't know niggas no more. That's true. It because I remember sitting outside of that hotel, me and me and Asante, and that nigga just walked right out walked by himself, on, right on by. hopped in the back of a Rolls Royce, and he was on about his business. And I was like, nigga, that was Kanye. Imagine the valets <laughs> running up to him like, oh my God, can I have a selfie? Bitch, that would be your whole ass job. I told Alex right after that, Alex wasn't like, bitch, you lying. Like, nigga, we're at a hotel <laughs> yes. in LA. I didn't have to pull out my phone and tape somebody real quick as proof that I saw Kanye. Like, nobody's gonna not believe you. You can barely walk through LAX without seeing somebody it's recognizable. So, true. so girl, it's so like, true. It, that wasn't even necessary. Besides the fact that he told you, please do not, right. for the sake and the like the safety of my child right because if these crazy people know where I'm staying they will come camp out in the fucking lobby looking for me but you probably felt like okay A this nigga celebrity B this nigga black celebrity so what the fuck he gonna do exactly what the fuck he hmm, did do hmm. and you should be thanking your lucky <laughs> Caucasian stars that he didn't knock them shits <laughs> circling around your goddamn skull for losing your motherfucking Ooh, mind was it worth it to lose your job was it was this video of the baby worth it? Because, like, no shade. I love baby, but he is, like, nowhere near the biggest star that you see in Beverly Hills on any given day. So it's like, you were that pressed. All right, girl. You must have just got that job when I was the first celebrity you saw. Or the first <laughs> it, one that you actually did. you just get to LA? <laughs> Maybe you just got to LA. Maybe, Maybe somebody from that you're trying to fuck is a huge baby fan and see, so we're trying to get some clout points. Because it don't or whatever make sense. The fuck that's supposed to be. That does not make sense. Mm mm. People from LA grew up in LA and all that. They not finna act like that risk they job over a rapper. Sorry, I would hope the fuck not. What kind of maybe Snoop, but not not baby. You're not even just talking about somebody who who said they don't want to be filmed. You're talking about somebody who is in parent mode. Like you know what I mean? Like I I don't even have children. Don't even looking after one. (laughs) Right? Don't even come up to me when I have a baby with me. Lion, tiger, and bear mode. Right. Anybody could get munched. And I don't bad, post... <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't post where I'm at either for the same reason. You never know who's watching. You never know who's looking. You never know who is crazy enough to pull up. You, if you think for a second that you posting that video on your Snapchat or whatever could not have possibly led to somebody coming nope, to that very nope. hotel looking for babies. Whether that was... Go- like, whether they were actual danger or not no i'm not even thinking danger no i'm thinking ridiculous stands who are like coming here to harass this man again while he's with his child and so then it's not even just your dumb ass with a camera it's 10 20 30 people dumb asses with cameras and streaming live and all that shit all i'm trying to do is go upstairs find a fucking menu so my baby can get some nuggets because i know you got tendies I know you niggas got tendies. Luxury hotel, if they do, it's like $35 tendies. That's nothing for baby. (laughs) Right. Give us six plates. Okay. I'm sure his two-year-old daughter doesn't eat tendies underneath 75 cool bucks. So, at the end of the day, get them shits fried up or whatever, baked. Gone in the back. And that's all the fuck that he was trying to do. Now he got to deal with TMZ and video footage of him having to put hands on you. It's just certain things. Especially if you haven't been famous for very long. Yeah. You know, it's certain things. Cardi was out here putting hands, feet, and elbows and knees on every motherfucking body. And I feel like we'll still probably hit you with a cool Conor McGregor like he did a couple of days (laughs) ago. Conor McGregor, TKO. Donald Cerrone Who? in 40 seconds. Conor McGregor. At the fight on Saturday. Donald Cerrone. 
Who is Cerrone? Cowboy. Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Knock this nigga out 40 seconds is, deep. Is Conor McGregor the one I like or no? I don't know many people. One of them is like annoying him. and a Trump fan who said something stupid. Conor McGregor incessantly says stupid things. Okay. Um, so maybe I don't like him. I don't him. know if he's a Trump supporter, but I wouldn't be super shocked. Either way, he definitely walked his ass into there with all of the humility. Press conference with all of the humility. Okay. After losing to um, Khabib the year before last. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That I don't, was, I have no, oh, I forgot you into fighting. A rumble <laughs> in the jungle. Oh, man. Because he was saying all kind of like super racist, anti-Islamic shit to him just because he talks big shit when he fights and all that other stuff. Yeah. And like I think this is what I remember. Just being a complete dickhead. And he lost that fight viciously. And then homeboy hopped over the fucking, <laughs> hopped out of the, the ring to go and give his friends and them some shit. I feel like some of his niggas hopped in to give Connor an addition two-piece it was nasty so mama <laughs> right. came into this fight and was just like you know what i love the lord as well as um my opponent who i i deeply respect and you know, i'm just happy to be here and um cleaned it up huh and knocked anyway, that fucker out in how many seconds 40 of Yikes. them collected all of his millions and punched Ooh, how much did y'all pay for a fight that lasted 40 seconds i paid 65 dollars. damn was it worth it i mean the fight in itself the, the ufc what were the two four six is I don't know. A number of fights. The main oh. card itself was like five or so fights. Gotcha. But his fight, which okay. was the main big bad, that's what we hear okay. to see. That's why T-Mobile Arena is sold out. 40 smooth Damn. seconds. Yikes. I really thought it was going to go a couple of rounds. I didn't know who would win. I figured maybe McGregor, but mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to happen that quick. But <sighs> Well, yeah. People don't treat celebrities like actual human beings. No. And they damn sure don't do it to celebrities' kids, which is even worse. You would think, right? You would think sign up for that bullshit, right? If you see a two-year-old on this two-year-old, you would respect it. Let me chill, especially once again, as he said numerous times in his press release. You at work? (laughs) Imagine a stranger walking up to you with a baby on your hip, talking about, "Can I record you?" Not even, "Hey, man, I'm a huge fan. Love the album. Saw you at, you know, whatever fucking venue. You're the best." And then punched it on out. Not even that. You asking to record him? Even if you are, you know, a little panini pressed. You could have been like, hey, so if I'm still here when you come back out, can we maybe take a selfie or something like that? Mm-hmm. Like if you just had if to get to. a photograph because your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever the fuck was like, look, if the baby comes to your hotel ever. Risk your fucking job. You get a photograph with him or you don't come home risk your fucking job connor or you're not coming back i, I mean, mean it Ted. <laughs> Woo, y'all gonna learn to stop playing with people also in trouble with law rapper pop smoke um oh god he was arrested go. recently for uh, uh transporting a stolen vehicle oh my god so i just googled it jesus yeah three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars rolls royce Wraith. I read Pop Smoke was um, in communication with the owner of the vehicle and exchanged or was to exchange like some sort of VIP treatment at one of his shows and some other shit in exchange for using the car for a video or something. But he was allegedly only promised uh, the vehicle for a day. And this was in LA. Okay. 
So said that the owner had reached out to him for the car back. Um, and I'm assuming that he didn't. I don't see how many times or even if at all. It really just says here that he traced the car to uh, Nevada somewhere. They definitely have a tracker on them fucking cars. I mean, clearly. Absolutely. But he traced the car to Nevada, I guess, when he was supposed to be getting the car back. Mm-hmm. And then um, reported it stolen. Also, um, hmm. he also apparently saw the car on Pop Smokes or Instagram somewhere in a photo that was tagged in New York. So they locked this nigga up. Okay. Well, hmm. um, he was just released on bail, I think, yesterday. And I think he has to go to court on February 3rd for it. Um, what's his defense or has he not said anything I haven't seen a defense or whatever for it at all I would think that this nigga didn't just assume that he could just take this car I mean you had to know there has to be something (laughs) maybe you thought oh they'll just bill it oh my manager will handle it I can just ride like no girl bring us our car back the crazy thing I'm like Pop Smoke when I first heard Welcome to the Party he was one of these newer rappers again and I was like let's see how long TMZ and the feds work together to get this one locked up as well <laughs> I'm just like I'm like I know especially in New York these motherfuckers <laughs> be just listening to every day on genius.com absolutely and deciphering everything so Mr. Smoke you say <laughs> you say your friend uh, bloody BK Banks caught approximately five bodies the other day hmm. and it says here on your debut record that you know because you were with him can you can you give us a little bit more information on that bill make a note of this <laughs> i you know because it sounds like you're an eyewitness to capital murder um we would love to chat but this story is is random and weird but the nigga was like i said released he was at dinner with his fellow brooklyn rapper casanova all smiles and things like that and hopefully he's not gonna go down for all of this hopefully it was a miscommunication of sorts and i mean did he drive from california to la because that's or <laughs> did he drive from la to new york because that is ridiculous how did the car end up in new york that's the thing was it because it i mean it doesn't have to be it was tagged in a photo that it was in New York or whatever. But that's all hearsay. I don't know. Okay. The nigga said that he did trace the car to Nevada, I'm guessing, to Vegas. <laughs> I think, so he me- I much sooner believe that he drove to Vegas. Yeah. Nobody rich is driving from L.A. to New York. That is ridiculous. That's like a three, four-day trip. I'm not doing that. In a car that's not yours? Right. No, 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 not doing yeah, that. You got to refill the gas. And- oh, Rolls Royce, <laughs> you going to just drive across the country? No, girl. <laughs> Some parts of these are lost. This child is... 20 years old. Yeah, he's a child. He's Holy 80. God. All right. 99. You know, your brain not even done growing yet. So, of course I you read did that, stupid. Like, he's pled not guilty. If he's convicted or whatever, he could face up to 10 years. And nigga, you just got here. You're promising. You know what I mean? So, let's hope. He should not get in no real... A lawyer, a good lawyer, <laughs> should be able to get him fully out of this. This is not that serious. It's not like the car was destroyed. You know, the owner just got it back a little late. <laughs> Charge a nigga LA fee and let's move on. Right? <laughs> this ain't got to be that big of a deal. What would Blockbuster do? He definitely shouldn't be in jail for no years or at all. Ten Ugh. of them. The America is ridiculous. It's just so fucking stupid. Up to ten fucking years. What for a car that he got back? <laughs> what? Oh, uh uh-uh. uh. It ain't like you robbed the nigga at gunpoint to get it. Ugh. Also dodging. Free my um, nigga popcorn. Pop smoke. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> I like popcorn. <laughs> 
not the same person at all. Not at all. Um, Odell Beckham dodged um some charges himself. <laughs> this was the dumbest shit. Did you see the video? No, I did. Oh, but I will Google it right now while you tell us the story. So Odell was at a college football game at his alma mater, LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he's from Baton Rouge. So he's a Louisiana native Oh, himself. really? Hmm. But, that is very interesting. You know, I was born in uh, Belgium. You don't know that. But people from Louisiana know what I'm talking about. Let me see. Here. <laughs> okay, anyway. So the nigga was at this LSU-Clemson game, which are both of their teams called the Tigers? Yes. That is odd. A tiger is a very common mascot. <laughs> it is. Very common. <laughs> Um, so LSU won, I guess. And <laughs> I love you. Odell, but I mean, I don't fucking know. I gave you all the sports that you bitches could get. Okay. <laughs> MMA is a sport too, bitch. I got ESPN Plus. Fuck y'all hoes. Um Woo! So they won. Odell was in a celebratory mood, apparently. And was in the locker room. Now, I'm guessing these niggas were smoking cigars because it says here in this story that the police were in there trying to tell these niggas to put the cigars out, you know, put the, put out the stogie. Yeah. As Dorothy's Sportback Which, damn, they, the kids just fucking want to get, like, let them fucking celebrate. Wasn't this the championship or no? I don't know. I haven't been paying attention it's, to this. It's not that all. time of the year. But I, I just found sworn. out the other day the Super Bowl is coming up and it's in Miami. So, you know what? <laughs> now that I mention that, I would like us to all bow our heads and close our eyes, if we may, just for my okay, yeah, second. I will. Father, Father God, Heavenly Father, <sighs> woo, we come to you right now, yes, Lord, asking and praying diligently that you look after Miami, Florida. Lord God, it may not deserve it, but I have plenty. <laughs> <laughs> Family and friends, this is serious. Family and friends in the city that mean the most to me mm, mm. and who have done nothing to anybody. You know my mother is a devout follower of your word. And so I ask God that in the wake of all of the foolishness that is undoubtedly on its way to Miami for this mm-hmm, football game mm-hmm, and the, the mm-hmm. festivities, the numerous people who will be looking to impregnate or get impregnated. Amen, amen. I ask you look after everyone that we don't have another bath salt zombie situation that, you know, one gets shot or beaten up unnecessarily mm-hmm. and that the police aren't out there putting boots on niggas and their cars. That's in right. Jesus' name and amen. Hallelujah. We pray for traveling grace for all the Instagram hoes and bartenders. Who will be coming to Miami to make their fucking rent? I'm just yes. So this was the national championship game, which makes sense because that's why Odell was there. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, I feel like everybody in this locker room is over 18. Yeah, you're not supposed to smoke inside, but they just want a fucking national championship. Give them a break. LSU has five star facilities, like probably up on NFL level facilities. So like, just calm your fucking tits and go have a drink. Derek. I mean, it wasn't crack. Like <laughs> so, have a celebratory. You want a cigar soap? too, bitch? Like I just feel like ugh, police just they see a bunch of black bodies, and so 
They just come right on in and be like, no, 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 you guys. But I'm going to assume that they were just like, girl, just for the complaints. Please, girl, please. Just put them out. Although, you so know, you're in the home. locker room. So who is... But anyway, anyway. But that has nothing to do with the fact that apparently Odell Beckham Jr. decided that... Um, it was funny or appropriate or well-timed to literally slap one of the cops on his ass during all of this. I saw that. Um, now, when I read this, I thought, no. Surely this was a misunderstanding. Maybe he was reaching for something or was turning around real fast and the placement was just all off and that cop was just doing the most again because black nope. and, and rich. <laughs> this nigga really hauled back and smacked him on the ass like he was at Freaknik. I'm confused. And then got in his face. <laughs> like, nigga, were, were, did you think you were on an episode of Martin? Or like, were, were right. You, did you forget you black and this is still America? Was something else in your cigar? <laughs> Listen, we, no, niggas would not have done that. Something else. That nigga was probably too drunk. Like, Alcohol have you doing some stupid what? shit like that. Why would you do that? It was off the strength of being Odell Beckham Jr. that he didn't get shot right then and there. Oh, I believe Lord. that with all my, my heart. Odell Beckham is 27. I'd be writing he's so young. And he's like been Odell Beckham for years. Well, a long time, now, yeah. So. Yikes. Um. Anyway, he wasn't arrested for it, thankfully, because I don't even think it was that serious. And the cop uh, said that he wasn't going to press charges. I learned what the Orleans Parish District Attorney is <laughs> through this. Uh, story because they came forward and basically said, girl, and that was it. <laughs> well, I mean, a parish... In a matter of speaking. A parish is just like a Louisiana version of a county. I mean, I know what that oh, is. Oh, okay. But, like, I had never heard of, of this. Like, I had never seen Orleans Parish District Attorney before. And then to be like, girl, and why leave me alone with this. Leave me alone. You know how many crimes were committed in this city after LSU won that game? If you don't leave me alone, we have real shit to handle right now. Real <laughs> problems. Um, I also read that um, he was in this video, Odell, passing out money to some of the players. Oh, God. It says on ESPN, the university's athletic department issued a statement Wednesday saying it was aware of videos showing, quote, apparent cash being given to players by Beckham and that it had been in contact with the NCAA and the Southeastern Conference regarding the matter. So I was like, wait, so this nigga can't just, he can't even give him money? No, the, the NCAA has very crazy rules about what athletes can and cannot accept. It is ridiculous. It really is. How and much money y'all giving him? Now see, and how much money are y'all spending on them versus how much money are y'all coaches playing? Because elite college coaches make millions. So it's like... And how much do they make? How are y'all... I mean, how much does like the school and all that make? Right. And then that, like, it's just millions and millions of dollars that these kids who are risking CTE and all other kind of injury generate for this school, for mm -hmm. these people. So it's just like, are y'all really mad that Odell Beckham, who is not a student or affiliated with the school at all anymore, mm -hmm. like... I gave people cash money. Is that really a, a problem? Right. Who has like a clear and understandable passion and right. history with this place. And can life. be like, oh, I was once one of y'all, you know, with free tuition and free housing and a $2,000 stipend and still that was it. Dominoes. Right. Still being broke, going to the calf. Right. Like, like it might be else. the athlete calf, but still. So I just, 
Mm, I love this... you miss eating at, at college. You know, oh, like you had friends. some really great restaurants, and our meal plans were pretty dope too. It I used nice, to hang like, out, to be in between classes with your little tribe, and just yes. be eating and talking shit and being young and stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh, we go to the union everywhere here. We had a little Africa section where all the black people, <laughs> all the black kids sat. <laughs> we used to cut the fuck up in the union and in the computer lab. I wonder do they even still have computer labs anymore, bitch? We used to be in the computer lab. <laughs> you mean in general? Or fucked, the, or, or I mean. You? Oh, 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 you on okay. campus. I wonder if they, because I mean, I feel like everybody has a computer in their yeah. room now and printers, but we used to get in there and get on MySpace and get to cutting, not MySpace, Black Planet, bitch. Woo! And cut the fuck up. The little glittery doll baby <laughs> bitches. Yes! That she everybody with them glittery ass uh, Boondocks characters. All the AKAs had Jasmine shining all right, over the fucking green page. Yes! <laughs> The Kappas and them candy canes, just gifts. <laughs> Dude, Boy, what a time. Wasn't Solange trying to create a Black Man, Planet research? Yes. So she promoted what happened to like, that? a tour right. on Black Planet. <laughs> what a time. She probably thought about it like, oh no, we don't need to bring that back. Because I definitely was going out to the computer lab or to the library or whatever and, and shifting my top eight around. All the time. Make sure you lick my G-spot before you leave. <laughs> gross that was how niggas said sign my guest book that's disgusting I know I bet the young people don't even know what guest books no are I have no idea what you're oh wow about. so way back in the olden days of the internet before it was common to like leave comments on people's profiles there was like a section where you could do that called the guest book to kind of like let somebody know you had come by and visited their page oh, what website this was on Black Planet. Oh, yeah. And so lots of people would be like, make sure you lick my G-spot before you leave my page. See, like, I n- oh, have my God. never heard that. See, it's just before. a few years between us, but, you know, old also, millennial versus younger. seems kind of impossible. It was, it was deliberately sexual and ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it was. Man, that was a fucking time. Speaking of G-spots. Um, right. Anyway, what was we talking about? Um, Rihanna. And that fine-ass man she was dating are apparently no longer dating after an alleged three years together, or near three years. Uh, Hassan Jamil, his name. That oh. fine-ass, billionaire-ass man that yes. she was keeping her business to herself with, but also photographed tonguing down in the pool occasionally and stuff like that. One of the few hetero situations that <laughs> aroused me. And... um you know, but see, that was the paparazzi's fault. Rihanna was yeah, never going to tell us about that nigga ever that was in none life. None of our business, bitch. Ever in life. So I did. I do think eventually she was speaking to what magazine was it? Was it Vogue or us? Someone she spoke to once when she did an interview, and she was just like, "Yes, I am dating, and it is nice, and I am happy." All right, anything <laughs> else? That's all I'm saying about it. Don't so, ask shit else. <laughs> I don't know how this information has become reported all over the place. Because how do you know? Like, Us Weekly, I guess, is the one who broke this story. And, of course, it simply says, a source tells Us Weekly exclusively. So I thought to myself for a while now, like, when you read stories like this where it's like, a source says such and such. Does someone's team send, like, a tip and be like, hey, girl, y'all can print this? (laughs) Or Probably. what? Because how are we supposed to believe this? Yeah, that's the thing. Like these sources are almost always anonymous, so it's like you could be the source, girl. Or pulling this out your ass could be the source. It doesn't necessarily mean this really came from the team. And I feel like 
if Rihanna and this boy, you know, really did break up or whatever, like this is they probably haven't been together nonstop over the past two or three years. They have probably broken up and gotten back together or seen other people briefly and then started fucking around again or whatever. Yes, minding their multiple times. Business. Right. Because Rihanna keeps us out of this side of her life. So we literally don't know. So I, you know, if she decided she was done with him or tired of him or he did or it was mutual, whatever, I wish her the absolute best. But yeah. Um, Rihanna's a bad bitch. She I really should is. be just fine. I'm all team Rihanna. If, if that means that the, the album was coming late so you can write the perfect <laughs> diss record or the perfect fuck these niggas song oh, or whatever it is. If it's fuck that nigga, I'm about fuck that nigga too. If it's, you know, he's a great person and God bless him, same. And whatever you're on, girl, I'm on. Because black and islands. Although, wow, this nigga is fine. He is. Ugh. And quite rich. Like very very rich yes the fuck ma'am <laughs> like all of that i sure will uh give me all of that brianna was spotted recently um helping asap rocky and the rest of them celebrate asap bm's day the day that they celebrate the asap bm's the uh young man that passed oh asap bm i thought you were saying asap bm i was like his baby mama <laughs> she got a day <laughs> I was so confused. No. Um, oh, yes. I do remember the young man who died. She was all smiles at this um, celebration that they do, it seems, annually now. Um, so, mom's out here working continuously, you know, still mm-hmm. selling us uh, panties and foundation. <laughs> still not telling y'all when the album is coming out. I don't even selling books i bought her big ass ignorant ass book oh did you i did it's right on my it's on my coffee table right now i didn't get a copy it is you know the how to make lemonade book is pretty big this one is like it's so it's massive i've seen photos of it before it is so it's heavy as fuck man as well as the you know that like i think at the diamond ball maybe where they were auctioning these books off like some of the richer girls got an actual like like a po- not a podium but like something yeah, that, marble I believe that holds it it was a little podium for it it was like a, a stand for this yeah, book yeah but like the most luxurious bad right. bitch expensive wealthy <laughs> yes, ass like $10, thing that you could ever something. I was just like girl I'll take, I'll take the book maybe just a couple packages I don't know what I can afford right cause it was still a $200 fucking book so right. I need one of those as well as um but it is great on the coffee table and people automatically open it up because who don't want to see one trillion high color, high def pictures okay. of Rihanna? We all want to see that. As well. <laughs> Whatever it is that you're ready to really. Man. Is, this, is it on Amazon? God make no mistakes with that face. I is think I bought on mine on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. It's on Amazon. Yes. You can get it in on Prime probably. One hundred dollars wait did i spend two hundred dollars on this or that's right view this order because i know if this dropped in price a hundred dollars i'm fighting somebody this one is a limited edition featuring a tattooed handstand oh no i'm lying i spent 199 that's okay, <laughs> okay. see girl no, see 199 i was thinking 199 is this cover different hey that's 50 dollars off the list price okay <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love a good deal. <laughs> now, see, this stand is cute, but I just, I'm trying to declutter my life. And I'm trying to ask yeah. myself, do I need the stand? No. Too? I mean, the stand is going to take up space. Do you have somewhere for it to go? No. See, so then just get the book. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm literally just hit by now. It's gorgeous. I mean, it is. The cover alone is It sexy. is. It, 
God made zero mistakes <laughs> on this person. She is flawless, bitch. It don't make no fucking sense. Noah came over and was like, it's a Rihanna book? I'm like, yeah, girl. Well, at least I got this since I got nothing from <laughs> Ivy Park. I mean, six minutes? Six minutes. I hate y'all. I said, like, what, was Adidas not prepared? What is going on? When all of the, like, the hype from the gifts and stuff was coming on, I was like, all right, put the vape down figure out when this stuff launches yes and i went straight to ivy park i got to the adidas website and it said launching soon or coming soon mm-hmm. i was like okay probably in a newsletter or something they're gonna announce the exact date soon the next day they were all gone so I mean, as soon as the, which, and I thought it was a pre-launch. So niggas was going crazy during the pre-launch and it sold out so fast. I was like, okay, that's just because it was the pre-launch, blah, blah, blah. They'll have like way more in the next day. No, the pre-launch just meant, I guess, only on Adidas and then at other retailers the next day. But then it was gone immediately there too. Like gone from ASOS or Finish Line or whoever else had it. And I was just like. I really love the color scheme. Like, bitch, I want, first of all, I want that big-ass, ignorant-ass parachute thing, which is not part of the line, not being sold. I want it badly. I want that. Like, the girls. Desperately. That's lovely. I saw Janelle Monae in that thing, and I was like, I need it in my life. Her unboxing, or whatever you call it, was was adorable. When she got her ass in that box, I was like, Reese Witherspoon was cute, too. It was, her and her mama. Oh, and Sierra's. Sierra's was a flex. Sierra filmed them in the car. You can hear the baby in the back talking Uh and Russell's driving and they're driving in their driveway. But of course it's like (laughs) a mile long and there's a fucking orchard all around it. They're driving in their driveway and I know what you mean. They're coming down their driveway and it is, it is so, it's like they're pulling up to the house and then out of nowhere, there's this just giant orange box. And Sierra was like, oh, my God. And Russell's like, damn, it's big enough to live in and all this. And so, you know, the orange boxes and all that, I just, that's fine. But I wanted that parachute dress. It isn't available. But then I had, like, my eye on a few other things, a couple pairs of shoes. And you bitches snatched it all up. And I just refuse to believe that Reebok don't have the money to produce Adidas. enough of this. for uh, Right. But don't. Reebok don't Adidas own Reebok anyway point is y'all got enough money to have made enough of these clothes for it to not have sold out in six damn seconds and uh, yes I am just mad because I didn't get it you're right I sure am I'm actually right on time for a um like a tracksuit I'm never gonna take off right now yes (laughs) right now I've been wearing like the same Nike hoodie and Nike sweats that I also didn't pay for um okay literally everywhere i know these motherfuckers <laughs> in my building are like does she have anything else to wear no i sure don't um i wanted that jacket i thought about that jumpsuit but i'm just i don't know about jumpsuits and me i'll probably have to get it tailored but there was just so many things that i had my eye on and none of it is available looking back around at some point um <laughs> oh well i mean what am i supposed to do that i mean no right i'll be okay the videos of Beyonce modeling the stuff are perfect. They're perfect. She's so cute. That's going to be it today for our hot tops. We're going to take a break and then we're going to go through your letters. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But 
If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. We are back. Time for your listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Just a note for those of you who are sending in letters. Um... If they are ultra long, like sometimes y'all be like, sorry for the long letter. And it's not actually that long. But sometimes y'all say that and then you're like, okay, here's the backstory. (laughs) And it's like a separate section. And then the real story is like another 18 paragraphs. And it's like, you know, let's just keep in mind that these are supposed to be fairly short. Okay, so we have an update actually from a woman we called Donna. She sent this in last September. It was about her best friend having an affair, but she asked if she ruined the marriage because her friend like felt all her friend had um, mischaracterized her to her man. Remember, it was so she had cheated on her husband because he had stepped out on her. And so her husband thought that she had introduced her friend to this nigga and they exchanged numbers but no that's just what the friend said she lied on her threw her under the bus so that her man wouldn't be as mad vaguely okay so anyway she said i wanted to give y'all an update on new year's eve i reached out to our mutual friend to get my friend's new number because she had been on my mind and i wanted to reach out and send a new year text the mutual friend didn't reply right then but a few hours later i received a heartfelt text message from my friend she thanked me for being her friend and having her best interest in mind and wished me nothing but the best and traveling down the road and back again (laughs) i wasn't not gonna do it 
She also apologized for getting me caught up in her infidelities and bullshit and said I was never the enemy and she was wrong and apologized from the bottom of her of her heart. It felt so good and it made me feel a lot better with regards to the situation. I'm not sure where our friendship will go, but I'm so grateful that this was the start of my new year. Thanks for your advice. Y'all are great. Happy New Year. Oh, I love when y'all give us yes. good updates. I'm so glad, uh, Donna, that things worked out between you and your friend and that she was able to be like, yeah, bitch, I was wrong. If you can't say that to friends when you know you fucked up, then... Mm, are you friends? I just don't know. Right. I just don't know how you expect to ever have a healthy relationship if you're not willing to do that. Yeah. But okay. So our first question this week comes from... Let's call her Jasmine. She says... "Oh." Well, she said, call me light, bright and trying to get right. But I'm going to call you Jasmine. <laughs> right. I like Jasmine. I'm a 34 year old single mom and me and my two kids are currently living with my upper middle class parents in their home. Let me go ahead and say now that I have terrible taste in men and both of my children's fathers have nothing to do with them and don't give a fuck about paying child Admitting support. Admitting is the first step. My youngest is nine months old and my parents made the rule that if I go back to school and get my degree, we could move in with them and they would help me with daycare and paying back my loans. I am fully aware that I am extremely blessed and undeserving of such gifts because they sure as hell don't have to do any of it. The problem is my parents hang these things over my head and constantly remind me that I ain't shit every chance they get. Lord, my car gave out three months before the baby was born. And so my dad is basically our lift. Woo! I know that nigga gives it to you from point A all the way to point B. While he takes me to school and back, if I even need to go to the grocery store for tampons, he'll say something like, should have picked better niggas so they could pay for this bullshit. My mother, who is less rude, asks to spend time with the kids on the weekends. And then when it's time for them to come back with me, she'll say, I wish your ass had graduated when you were supposed to. That way I'd be able to enjoy this time with them like a normal grandma. Or she'll say, never forget, you could have been a better person by now. Damn. That is fucked up. Yeah, that one sucks. I'll cook breakfast and forget to clean up the stove. My mom will remind oh, come me. come on now. And then my dad comes behind her and says, trifling ass, where the whole house can hear. <gasps> and when I say, can you please not be so rude? My mama says, you need to respect your father. Look at all he's doing for you, etc." Again, I fully understand that I need to respect their house, their wishes, and being a parent comes first. But I never go out. I don't hang out with my friends. I don't even buy beer for me to enjoy in the house. Is there any advice you can give me as to how to keep within my black daughter boundaries while okay is there any advice you can give as to how to keep within my black daughter boundaries while still telling them that the constant disrespect and insults are not acceptable nor appreciated i often find myself in genuine emotional pitfalls because i know i really ain't shit but i am most certainly trying to do better thanks and i and know that i wouldn't be able to survive without your show sincerely jasmine well that's very sweet girl but you would be just fine without us trust um Um, Mm. so Mm. your dad's hilarious and mean. Um, your mama is just mean. (laughs) That was just mean. You could have, you could have made something of yourself by now, or you could have been a better person by now. That is fucked up. What did you necessarily do that? Mediocre person, right? You a bad person. I know you've admitted to having kids, I guess, with niggas that ain't maybe because you didn't get a degree. Do with. I don't but know. How does that make you not a good? You know, bougie parents. If you don't, if you don't do as le- at least as well as they did, they have a real tendency to look down on you for that. I don't even think that's just bougie parents. This is nigga, parents that just period. Like it sounds to me like they are just they are helping you out of 
obligation or their feelings of obligation and not because they have the desire to like the real desire to help you or whatever your mama flat out told you i wish i could love your kids more because you know (laughs) i mean she basically said i would have a better time with your grandkids if you could take them home you know what i mean if i could see them when i chose to or if you could bring them around and you know every now and then yeah but the fact that i'm essentially helping you to raise them in my home right is like what is it? I mean, look, it's not a mystery that parents, especially black and brown parents, can be like cold blooded, yes, heartless, when it comes to this yes, kind of stuff. Um, obviously, you've got to come up with your own game plan. You know what I mean? For Mm -hmm. your exit. But I think that if you haven't by now, I would definitely say to both of my parents that I want to sit down and talk to them. And I would tell them exactly what you just said, which is that you understand that you've kind of put yourself and them in a compromising situation, I guess. Is that even compromising? Whatever. You well, know. you you can say, you know, I understand that y'all probably thought, shit, we finna retire, kick back, enjoy this empty house or whatever. See, like, I don't even care about that. And I understand, like, y'all are feeling a bit put upon. Like, you feel like right. you kind of have to bail me out here because sure. of your grandkids. I get that. You've admitted that you already struggle with feeling bad about yourself due to X, Y, and Z, right? Mm-hmm. If your parents actually care about you, like the child that they made, then I don't understand or I would not think that they would want to add to you feeling terrible about yourself. Aside from the fact that stuff mm. that they say is just flat out hurtful and disrespectful. Yeah. I think that you probably just need to sit, like really sit down and look at both of them in their eyes and say, I'm grateful for what you're doing for me. I'm thankful for the fact that you're helping me out. But the things that you say to me sometimes are really fucking hurtful, you know? And, and they're probably not going to completely stop. Yeah, I'm not saying Even that after they, you say that. I'm not even saying that they would stop. I'm saying that you have to at least make a sincere effort mm-hmm. to let them know how you're feeling. Right. And from there, if it continues, then you know where you stand. Yes. You know what I mean? And once you're out, You know what to do then, too. Right. Because you don't get to just shit all over me and then think when I move out, we're going to be all hunky dory and super close. No, girl, that is not how that works. So I um, this one is rough because like the things your parents are saying, like some of it is really crossing the line for me. Yeah. But I also don't really believe in that whole, you know, we're black, so kids have to stay in a kid's place and you have to respect your parents no matter like I don't believe in black daughter boundaries I believe in I live in somebody else's house boundaries like I believe in that yeah and so regardless if you that daughter cousin just some neighbor they took in or whatever if you living in somebody else's house you do need to clean up after yourself like if you cooking or whatever you do need to turn around and clean up the stove wash the dishes like you don't need to be letting that shit sit there it's literally the least you could do right like you should be cleaning up after you and your kids all that shit that should be a given but you know, the respect should go both ways. If you're showing respect to them in their home, then they can at least not berate you with their words. Like, that's not asking for too much. Yeah, there's respecting someone, someone's home and time and space and all of that stuff. And then there's respecting someone just as a human being. Yes. Especially as, like, and I feel like they don't have that. Well, 
maybe they have that for you, but they are doing a very bad job of showing it. I mean, you need to go and get you your personals at the, <laughs> the grocery store or wherever. <laughs> and this nigga right. is like, Man, you should have been with a nigga who could be doing all of this stuff for you. Do you think that I would not like to be with a You're nigga right. who is paying for every goddamn thing that I have or need? Right. You think that? Well, why don't we hit the streets and find one? <laughs> When the last time you looked for a good nigga out in the streets? <laughs> never, never, not once. So fuck that. Right, like a little empathy here goes a long ass way. But if you, especially if they're these, if they're these like Jack and Jill niggas who are like, we're light skinned, we marry other light skins, we're rich, we I mean, I we got assuming. advanced oh, well, degrees. Oh, she said light, bright, and yeah, <laughs> right. I wasn't just pulling that out my ass. I forgot. About that part. <laughs> Oh, God, please don't give the light skins another reason to come for me. But like they sound to me like these type of people who are like, well, we did things the proper way. And that's why we're rich and comfortable and successful and our lives are happy. And you went out and fucked around and had two kids and you're not married and you didn't have a degree. And that's why your life is trash. And we get to yell at you about it until you get your shit together. But that. Shame is not an effective motivator. All you do is make people feel worse about themselves. If you want to inspire somebody to do better, then you uplift them. And that's what you need to be doing for yourself. You need to advocate for yourself at the very least. Like if you said, it's not a guarantee that they will change their behavior, but you owe it to you. To be like, hey, y'all could also not talk to me. Like, I'm 34 fucking years old, dog. I'm still a human being. Don't treat me like a dog from the street. Like, newsflash, I didn't walk in here thinking I was Hillary Banks. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know and like, I you right. I left grease splatters on the stove. I will do better. But the rest of this, like, I'm so sorry that I have that I need tampons. <laughs> like, I'm sorry I have to go to school. Don't you want me to go to school? Like, why are you why are you offering to help me and then bitching about the help? See? Because parents feel like they can. So hopefully y'all can have this conversation and they'll see where you're coming from and everybody will try really hard to respect each other more. But maybe not, and you just have to say, listen, I'ma hustle, I'ma take this help, I'ma let this shit roll off my back as much as I can. And when me, when I have my shit together and everything is straight, me and my kids is getting the fuck up out of here. And that could be it as well. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, don't don't let this go without saying something. Because the the agreement was like, how was it if you can come and stay here if you go back to school? Was if you go back to school, you can come stay degree. here and we'll cover everything and we'll help you pay back your loans. It's like, why did you even... So I was like, because you know she need that help, right. but like, why would you? Why would you offer it just to be a bitch? It's like the person who bar lets you borrow some money. And then every fucking day, mm-hmm. they're just like, you know, the girls really should just get jobs and have like, <laughs> just like a steady income out here. It's Woo! important. <laughs> it's important, Keisha. It's important. <laughs> like, bitch, you should have just don't. You're not the girl to lend money out. Yeah. It's clearly that it's not you. Because you don't want to do it. Like, your, right. parents, your parents don't want to help you. Right. Obviously. Which is, that can be, oof. Also, therapy would be great here if you can at all afford it or swing it because the fact that your parents are doing this, it just raises all kind of flags for me. But you deserve to speak up for yourself and say, hey, don't talk to me like I'm just some nobody ass bitch. Like I'm still a person with feelings and you're hurting them. Yeah. All right. Good luck. This next question comes from Mimi, who says, my girlfriend and I are both 32 and we have been together for five years. We have fun, laugh a lot, friends and family get along, sex is great, etc. We have some differences in personality, but we've always overcome them through our willingness to compromise. 
Our two major differences and the reasons for this letter are our disparities in income and education. Oh, boy. Yep. I work at a call center for a large cable provider. I've worked for the company for 14 years. I make about 75,000 and I love my job and the people I work with. 75,000 is great for a call center. I despise. She loves it. I have a good work-life balance, six, week, six weeks of vacation, great benefits, and I'm just satisfied overall. Well, amen. I'm, I'm a, happy for you. I'm a six-foot-tall black stud with tats and piercings. Yes, the fuck, man. Who have to admit, got a little warm when I read that. <laughs> and that has never gotten in the way of me advancing with the company, which is another thing I really love about my work. Okay. I never went to college, and unlike a lot of the people who are striving to be better than the generations before them, I come from a long line of highly educated people. Both my mother and father and grandparents on both sides have graduate degrees and all four of my siblings. I just didn't want to go. I was a good student, but school never moved me. And I got a good job I liked the year after graduating high school and I'm still with them. I made my choices and I have not lost a wink of sleep. My girlfriend, on the other hand, works as a consultant, makes almost $200,000 and is very upwardly mobile. No one in her family went to college before her, and she takes a lot of pride in the fact that she is the first. She's her family's shining star, and she views education and professional success as ways she has overcome her past and shaped her future. Uh-huh. I love this about her, but obviously we're I headed towards did. our problem. I know, their sex is just fancy. I'm, I, was, I, I, mean, I mean, you said, you mentioned it. Why did I assume they lived in Atlanta? Maybe because they're black lesbians, but $275,000, <laughs> you're doing just fine in pretty much any city. <laughs> I just assumed. They could have been literally any the goddamn where, but you know could what have. they probably are? <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Um, these differences were never issues for us in our relationship until about a year ago. At first, she used to say, I love your work ethic. I love how passionate you are about your job. But now she is always giving these constant passive aggressive digs. Well, she must listen to City Girl. She says things like, how could a person work in one place for so long? Or when we socialize with <laughs> colleagues of hers, what? she speaks about my job in vague terms. Um, and yes and answers questions that people ask about my job like it's something mystical and beyond explanation I hate even being around them because I feel like I have to misrepresent myself and it's clear to everyone that she's uncomfortable and embarrassed by my job Wow. we were at happy hour with her friends recently and one of them pulled me to the side and apologized on my girl's behalf because she kept cutting me off when I was telling stories about work Wow. Her new thing is constantly talking about me going to college. She's always showing me stats about people who went back to school as adults and pulling up degree programs online and asks me even, do you sometimes think it embarrasses your family that you didn't go to college? (laughs) But it's honestly not for me. I don't want to go and I don't care if anyone is embarrassed because I'm not. I respect people who want that journey, but I'm not one of them. As far as I'm concerned, if I want to learn, I'll read a book or (laughs) watch the news. (laughs) It's not that I don't want more or am complacent, but I have a path for even more growth where I am. So the question is, what do I do? I can feel things shifting in my girlfriend's perspective and I don't want to lose my relationship. It's a really good one. And I always felt like we would be that couple that beat the odds and made it despite these differences. My dad used to always tell me that we would get to this point where she would get restless and want more out of me. And I hate to feel like he was right. Work, dad. Should I go to school for her sake? How can I communicate that it's offensive to me that she feels like she thinks less of where I am financially and professionally? Have we just reached a point where we diverge in ways we can't overcome? Any advice is appreciated. Sorry, this thing was beloved length. (laughs) It wasn't that bad, Mimi. But yeah, that is her letter. Girl, mm. so 
I hear all what you're saying about standing the test of time right now and all of that stuff. Um, but one of the major things that splits couples up is things like this, yep. you know, money income, is huge. Yep. work on all this stuff. Money mm-hmm. is, is definitely a thing. It's unfortunate that if it seems like this shift is taking place after y'all have been together for five years and that's like a decade in lesbian. So <laughs> 20. Yeah, okay. That's a good 20 years. So especially if it went on and off five, right. Five years in the same house. No bitch. We're married. Um, I don't know. I think that this is another in-depth conversation that needs to be had. Mm. And she needs to be like crazy honest. Yeah. Like both. And she needs, your girlfriend does too. She needs to be, because you're right. It's obvious that she's embarrassed. I meant the girlfriend first. Oh, okay. Yeah, both of you do. Right. She has to be honest about it because it is obvious that she's embarrassed about, about it or whatever. And the fact that like friends of hers are coming and being like, right. so I don't know what that weird shit was about. <laughs> right. I don't give a fuck about, you know. Sorry, she's a bitch. Whatever. That was weird. Yeah. Um, you know. I love call centers, girl. Tell the, me about your job or whatever. Like, it's sad that her friends are better about this than she is. I don't know what it is maybe that she was expecting. Um, But if y'all are happy outside of that and healthy and aren't wanting for anything and you're both pulling your weight, then I don't think that she should have a problem with it. If her problem is simply the fact that she has this job and makes this amount of money and you have this one to make this amount of money at the end, mm-hmm. then I just feel like that's ridiculous. If you're not struggling, you know what I mean, financially, right. and you know, y'all are good and you're happy and she just don't like the fact that you work at a call center or didn't go to college or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck, she should be happy for you. Like she should want not only be happy for you, she but she should want you to be happy in what you are doing. Right. And maybe she just finds it shocking that you could be happy working at a call center. Honestly, I do too. And that's only <laughs> that's only because I have done it and I hated every living I second. I loved working at a call center. But I hate many, if not most things so you shouldn't even, <laughs> you shouldn't even listen to what i'm talking about but no i literally you don't like, know how to act in call sentence yeah. i mean we're talking about the person who was literally almost sued for disrespecting the entire company their time and playing their with their phone um but enough about me i think that um yeah she needs to be like she should be Ooh, happy bitch. that you are happy and then not only that you're happy but that you're supported at your work you're given um the opportunity to progress and to grow at work that you're not judged ostracized or mistreated for the way that you present right. or the way that you identify like if you're good mm-hmm. and the bills are paid and y'all have tried this Popeye's chicken sandwich and everybody is fine <laughs> she should be happy for you she should so I don't understand what the problem is but like I hear what you're saying about wanting to be y'all been together for all of these years and wanting to be the perfect couple and all that stuff. But like I said, this is one of those things that eventually breaks people up. Mm-hmm. And some people, it takes five years, six years, seven, eight years for them to realize that you are never going to transform into this person that they envisioned you being right. when y'all first started kicking it together. People really will be dead in your motherfucking ass for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And you have no idea that they're trying to morph you into this vision that they had of you. Right. When you were never that person, never intended on being that person and were fully under the impression that we were cool the right. way that we both were so she wanted her high-powered corporate 
you know, studs been <laughs> doing big deals or whatever and working in some high powered, fancy job. But like, like Kiviri said, you might actually be miserable if you went to school, got a degree just for this girl, got for some, her. Right. Got some corporate job. And then all of a sudden you got white people breathing down your neck about being a stud or wearing this or microaggressions that like, or. You could just go on down to AT&T. That's not where you work. I'm just saying. But you could just go clock in, have fun at work. You know, it's a pizza party or whatever. You take a couple calls. You grade some calls. Because you've been there 14 years. Like, I'm sure you a manager or some shit. You got a team at this point. And you make it $75,000. I'm sure you can take care of yourself. It's not like you need her money. So this is really just her being embarrassed of where you're at Mm -hmm. in life as if there's something wrong with it. And that's the problem as far as I'm concerned. Like, for her to be kind of looking down on you because you don't want to go to school or right her but, yeah to, to people around you I don't even think it's the amount like, of money you make okay? right why, why are you I don't think it's your that? salary if you made 75000 and you were stressed out working 60 hours a week as a as a brand new lawyer or something I feel like she would be a lot happier with that which is really fucked that's crazy yeah yeah so I think you should talk to her straight like that like would you rather me be miserable so that you don't feel embarrassed by me because that's clearly what's going on here. And if you expect me to turn into a Tyler Perry character, I'm not going to do it. Oof. This is my the life. front will not fit. This is who so I am. I fucking... <laughs> First of all, the lace front never fits. But, <laughs> you know, if you have an issue with where I'm at in life, you know, not going to school, working at a call center and all that, then... And it's like to the point where you feel like you're you have to like look down on it or constantly ask me about all this other shit. Then she needs to decide whether it's important enough to her to stop being a bitch. Like, I think your girlfriend. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of straight. I think you need to ask her, like, would you like to let this fucking go and let me be happy? Or would you like us to break up? Because you're embarrassed by me and I'm not going to put up with that. I'm not complacent. I don't feel that way. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. My family is fine. Like, yeah, there are things I want to do in life, but I can grow at this job that I love. So. (laughs) And also like my job isn't my life. It's not, you know, my existence. Right. And neither is yours. Yes, we should feel fulfilled. And, you know, it's a blessing if we can actually enjoy the job that we have yes. and we're bringing home money because yes. most people can't say that. But my life, at least, I don't know, maybe people view things differently, but like in my eyes, my life is when I come home, like to you, right. being here yes. with one another. Our life together. And watching whatever on Netflix or Hulu or <laughs> yes. whatever the fuck and, and eating whatever the fuck garbage it is <laughs> we're going to eat and laying up like that's my life. And I'm, I'm happy in that as right. well as the job that I have. So it feels like less like you were trying to help me achieve something mm-hmm. and more like you were trying to make me this person that you will feel more satisfied with and less embarrassed by. And right. that's 100% your problem. Right. Because it's not even her friends being like, oh, why are you dating such a broke bitch? Oh, my gosh. She answered phones for a living or whatever. It's you. Like, (laughs) it's not her family because she's the first one to go to college. So it's you. So you need to decide. Is this embarrassment worth it to you? Do you need somebody who is, quote unquote, on your level that bad? Because if so, we need to cut this now so you can go find that bitch. And I can go find somebody who appreciates me for who I am right now today because I like it. I'm, do you know how many? <laughs> wow! Do you know how many girls out here would love a nice? I wasn't six even foot going to say it, but six feet good... tall, bitch. When most of them are five three, <laughs> how dare you? 
Oh my fuck! Like bitch, you lift, you looking a gift horse in the goddamn mouth right now. Six feet tall with a good job, vacation, benefits, come home every night. $75,000, meaning she's not in your pocket. Girl, I yeah. wish the fuck I would. Anyway, anyway. You're going to have to tuck that. Um, you know, some people receive blessings and they don't know what to do with them. Tie up that do-rag tail <laughs> and, and get to business. Let her know what it is. Six feet tall. Okay. All right. Last question comes from... Um, mm, Melissa. She says, I've been with this guy for a year and we're both in our late 30s. Everything about him is great. Except. <laughs> He's super attentive, affectionate. Prote- I don't know why y'all always do this. Right. Affectionate, like- protective. And most importantly, I've never felt this secure in myself in a relationship before. I don't doubt for a second that he's faithful, honest, and all about me. He loves my body and I was protect imperfections and he saves fucking animals from the rainforest (laughs) and fucking takes care of everybody's baby what's the problem however there are trust and abandonment issues on his side not mine we had a convo early in our relationship about previous relationships we've been in and i knew one of his exes was stealing and cheating was stealing from and cheating on him and another was really selfish you could just pick one Right, like, bitch, you did both. Then there's the ex he was with for 10 years that he didn't tell me exactly how or why they broke up. Keep in mind, he didn't bash her when, well, he didn't say, this doesn't say her, actually. Keep in mind, he didn't bash them when he told me about it and stated stated it kind of -of matter-of-factly. So it didn't raise an alarm for me at first. We recently had a falling out because the neighbor, who is a kid who can't be older than 20, was being chatty with my daughter and I in my driveway. This man flipped out on me, called me a liar, accused me of cheating, etc. I told him that I suspect this boy has a crush on my daughter, who is 19, but he is hell-bent on assigning negative motives to the strangest things. <laughs> this happened right before... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, this nigga who lived next to you is like a year, maybe a couple of months older than your kid. Yes. You're in your late 30s. And so, he sees y'all talking... The, like you he and, sees you your, and daughter, your daughter talking to the, the neighbor, same age as right? Nigga, and assume that you're, you're the one fucking with this. He's trying to get in your daughter's pants. I don't know. Wow, <laughs> what your man was thinking? Oh, okay. I'd ask who heard him, but you told us that part. This happened right before Christmas, and I thought we moved past it, but the shit came up again a few days ago. And he said, "I ain't forget about." <laughs> oh my god, nigga? I ain't forget about what happened with the neighbor. <laughs> wow, what happened with the neighbor? Nothing. I suggested he seek therapy, not in a condescending way, but in a you have some unresolved shit you need to work out and it's not my job to hold your hand and work, work walk you through it kind of way. Nor is it your expertise. And he said he'd think about it, but he didn't feel like he needed therapy. This behavior only cuts me so deep because he's perfect in every other way. Girl. I have trust issues too, but I check myself often and have also seen a therapist for my shit. So I have some tools to work through those emotions and thoughts and I surely don't vomit them on him. Part of me feels like stepping away and leaving him to figure it out, but I really do care for and love him. However, I feel like if I stay and he doesn't seek help, we'll keep repeating this cycle and causing undue stress, anxiety, and emotional turmoil for us both. I'm conflicted and I have a nagging feeling y'all will vote for a breakup. Oh, Lord. 
Oh, spoiler alert. Huh, girl, did you think so? Sincerely, what did I call her? Melissa. Melissa. First of all, I just want to say, y'all be coming out here with these long-ass fucking thesis papers about all of the good things about your your significant other or whatever the fuck. And then you're like, the one thing about him is this <laughs> dramatic, ridiculous, goddamn breakup-worthy thing. And it's just so unfortunate because everything else about him is great. As if it was like, if it were two bad things, right. then I could understand it. Right. But you know, it's just the one thing, him being ridiculously insecure and assuming that I'm sleeping with a 20-year-old or the fact that he drove my mama car through the check cash and plays or some other <laughs> dumb shit. Like, girl, it doesn't need to be multiple horrible things. It could be one right. really stupid thing that's like, okay, yes. yeah, you're clearly not the one. Some things are deal breakers for a reason. That means them all by themselves break the deal. That's what it means. A man having trust issues that end up with him like exploding on me because he thought I you calling me a liar? You calling me out of my name and a liar and accusing me of cheating on you, another grown ass person with a 20 year old because you saw him talking to me and my daughter who is the same age. Like, and then go talk about some, and I ain't forget about this shit. And then and brought then it up again. Point. Like, I brought it up again a few weeks later. Like, what? You ain't forget about that. What? You ain't forget about how fucking stupid you looked yelling at me about somebody that is a child. <laughs> Girl, walk don't. No. Little do you know, I put a, a smooth uh, $40 into my baby's pocket and told him, I mean, told her, make sure that you buy your own Sour Patch Kids when y'all go see Bad Boys for Life. Yes. Because you never know what niggas you got You never know, have. right. Make sure, you know, let me know if something happened, I'll call you an Uber. I made like, sure she didn't have to pay for no Reese's Pieces. You worried about me fucking a 20-year-old with right. your dumb ass. I, so there's a lot of things I can deal with, but you... You flipping out on me and like going nuts over something that you had a question about. That's the sort of thing that is such a red flag for me that I'm not likely exactly. to ignore it. I'm not likely to ignore exactly. that because because like like you said, Melissa, if you have your own shit in your past or whatever, you know, certain stuff triggers you and you start to get kind of, you know, ridiculous about certain things. Yes. Somebody who is more mature, more in control of their emotions would say, now, sis, are you being a goofy bitch right now? Or do you have a reason to slash that nigga's tires? Like, or, it's, you know, somebody can talk themselves through this, be reasonable about it, not fly off the fucking handle when they see you and just ask reasonable, rational questions. He did none of that. He yeah. jumped straight to calling you a liar. Which is why I'm like... Why are you trying to act as if irrational trust issues and illogical accusations of cheating aren't a huge, gigantic red flag? Right. They, uh, I mean, they are. And, you know, what did he say about the therapy? Like, he'll go, but he doesn't he don't he feel like it. he needs it. No, nope, that's another flag. <laughs> well, you, you know mean? what? Lots of people who go to therapy don't think that they need it at first. You know what I mean? So... <sighs> Let's, I'm it's glad hard, that we it's hard for that. me to believe that people go without thinking they need it because like how do you get anything out of it if you feel like you don't need to be there well I feel like sometimes people are in situations like this where they're encouraged to go usually by someone that they're in a relationship with or related to mm. or something like that okay. so they'll go just to sort of appease this person who is begging them or you know saying hey nigga you need to do this because you're fucked up right you know and you know a lot of them Believing that they need it or not usually does decide how long they will will stay there or whether they'll be attentive or not. Mm. Um, but nigga, you have issues. Yes. You have 
major trust issues because you've been <laughs> robbed and cheated on. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I get all of that, but I ain't do nothing to your motherfucking ass. And I'm damn sure not going to fuck the 20-year-old baby that lives <laughs> right next to us. You dumb ass nigga. Go talk to someone. I'm not doing this with yes. you. Yes. Do you want this relationship to last? Because you are not going to be able to treat me like this and lay up next to me in my home. Period. So are you willing to work on it? Are you willing to do what we need to do? Because you ain't never going to come at me like that ever the fuck And when I leave your dumb ass, it's going to be my fault. Right. And you talking about you don't doubt that he's faithful and honest and all about you and loves your body and all this. Like it's something like, like. Like you are big or chubby or have a baby or kids or whatever. And you feel like that means, I don't know, almost like, like, like he gets a gold star for loving your body. Girl, no, <laughs> like that nigga should love your body. You shouldn't be with nobody who feels anything less than like worshiping about your body. So yeah. this, no, <laughs> I understand everything else is so great. And, but y'all have only been together for Niggas a year with everything. and you know, break up with I mean I'm just gonna say it like girl leave them I don't have a crystal ball but niggas tend to escalate and I'll just leave it there and I don't want this to get any worse for you leave him fuck that shit if he is not going to seriously take his issues Mm -hmm. you know in the direction that they need to go that's his fucking problem. There's nothing you can do about that shit. There's nothing you could do. Right. The UPS man could come and, and deliver your fucking Amazon box or whatever. And next thing you know, you fucking him too. There's nothing you can yes. do about that shit. That's true. his problem that he's going to continue to make y'all problem. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair to you. It's not fair to your kid. It's not fair to the 20 year old next door. That nigga needs to get help. And if he's right. not going to, you need to chuck the fucking deuces. Yes. Because there'll be some other nigga out there that will meet the base ass requirements. Mm-hmm to being a decent fucking boyfriend or whatever right. the fuck that you will go and get with that probably also won't be a fucking psycho lover. Because when you say, I feel like if I stay and he doesn't seek help, we'll keep repeating this cycle. You are absolutely right. <laughs> that is going to happen. It is going to be stress and anxiety and all this shit over and over again because nothing is ever really being addressed. So maybe couples therapy would be good for y'all since he feels like he doesn't need it individually. Maybe you could sell it to him like, well, maybe you don't need it, but this relationship needs it. So yeah. either we going it really could Mm -hmm. and and who knows where it might go from there but i would make it an ultimatum like we are going to couples therapy or we are breaking up because i'm not doing that that anger bullshit i'm not doing that coming at me out of no fucking weird bullshit talking about something i ain't forget about that shit bitch you need to because you were incorrect (laughs) i would have had to get up and walk away because the way i looked at that nigga the way i talked to that nigga would have (laughs) been Like, just utterly disrespectful. Okay, because, sir, who are you talking to with your dumb ass? You are literally wrong. <laughs> you really think I'm pressing up on the little boy next door who is my daughter's age? <laughs> like, that's where your mind went immediately? No. Mm-mm. And you got mad about it, too? Like, ridiculous about it? Do you want me to just go find Sherelle's robbing thieving ass and beat her up? Is that, what, <laughs> is that what's going to resolve Is that this? what needs to happen? Y'all go to therapy or not, and you make your move from there, girl, but you deserve better. You're right. All right. That wraps up the questions for this week. If you have any, send them to asktherita.gmail.com. We'll be right back. Okay. So now it's time for the read. That's true. And I really don't have one this week. This week, I just want to say a very quick fuck you to Kellyanne Conway. What the hell did that wench do now? Well, you know, so many things. There's probably (laughs) things I don't even know about yet. But Monday, when we're recording this, is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, federal holiday. 
Um, and I'm sure Trump has said something dumb about it. Mike Pence probably has too. But Kellyanne Conway told NBC News that she feels like Martin <laughs> Luther King. I saw the headline. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> she feels like Martin Luther <laughs> King a- Jr. would have. Oppose Trump's impeachment. What a fucking maniac. Quote, I don't think it was within Dr. King's vision to have Americans dragged through a process where the president is not going to be removed from office, is not being charged with bribery, extortion, high crimes or misdemeanors. And I think that anybody who cares about and justice for all on today or any day of the year will appreciate the fact that the president now will have a full throttle defense on the facts and everybody should have that. Bitch, what? I know Marlon (laughs) in his grave life. (laughs) Oh, bitch. <laughs> Please keep my name. Boom. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Kelly, you could have just said nothing. You could have just let the, the day go by. This is the dumbest shit. Like, I don't even have to get into this. This is so... You made Martin Luther King Jr. Day about the fucking impeachment? You did? You made that about the... No, you know your elbows can't handle that reaching. King was executed by the federal government. You think he would be against Trump's impeachment? You think Martin Luther King Jr. would be pro-Trump? You don't know shit about him. You could have just... <laughs> Bitch, shut up, sit down. Go the fuck away. <laughs> and fuck her, and that's it. Wow. Yeah. That is hilarious. Yeah, I saw that on the news earlier, and I was like... I was literally, you know, sometimes you have those moments where you just stuck in place for a couple seconds because you can't believe you just heard that. Whew. These white people have got to go. Kelly excuse for Trump not observing MLK Day. Embarrassingly incompetent. (laughs) Mess. What a fucking dumbass. Didn't they not even say Martin Luther King Jr.'s name last year? Like the whole time they were there, which was like uh, 10 minutes or whatever. Like they didn't even say the man's name. Like There's so many ways that you will find to bitch about this impeachment shit. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, it's over and done. It's not been one of them. <laughs> right. The heartache lives on, but girl, it has been done. The nigga is impeached. That cannot be undone. <laughs> shit. Oh, well, that tickled me. Hot garbage. Okay, so two things. Um, I don't really have a read either, but I did want to say, as far as the um, Comme des Garçons thing, reminder, um, that's a fashion line that had all of these very, very pale white people in lace front braid wigs in their fashion show. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, (gasps) And I mean, they look... What are these? Oh no! Someone swooped into Tyler Perry Productions. I was about to say on some Mission Impossible <laughs> shit. These are on loan from Tyler Perry Studios, and y'all need to return them. No, Tyler's wigs are not even this bad. Yeah, they actually aren't. What? This I is... can see your lace. Yeah. Why? Why did it have to be braids? Why couldn't you just have shitty lace fronts? They say they. I I read a headline today that said um, they. <sighs> Inspired by Egyptian something, Egyptian uh, something Egyptian. Oh girl, we which know. again, <laughs> all of these white people. But y'all have been inspired by Egyptians since the beginning of time. That means nothing to me. What were? Oh, now I get it. The shape is supposed to be okay. No, this is very bad, and y'all did a very bad thing. <laughs> oh no, this is so Not bad. Only is it offensive. All of those models look stupid. They look stupid. They do. Um, and this looks bad. And there's one photograph. The first one, actually, that I saw, there was a black model that was sort of 
Like you could only see sort of like half of his face because it was cropped, but mm-hmm. that half was looking at the nigga who was like <laughs> that white man that was front center. Like this is some dumb ass bullshit. I do not deserve this. But anyways, I just wanted to remind you guys really quickly. Please don't drink the Kool Aid. This is complete bullshit. These motherfuckers know exactly what the fuck they're doing. They also realize that there is a huge percentage of their. Um, buyers i guess that don't really give a fuck about shit like this if anything we'll probably go and buy it just because it pissed y'all niggas Mm. off um so once again i personally believe with every corner of my heart that they are continuing to bait us into rage reposting their stuff so that we can do basically free marketing for their upcoming you know season of of whatever it literally does work we repost the stuff over and over again about how offensive it is or whatever whatever there's not been a a cease or a slowing down (laughs) when it comes to this shit in fashion every Paris Fashion Week fucking London Milan whatever the fuck they go New York there's always some dumb shit every single time that there is a fashion show or a huge fashion week it it, it never stops and you would think by now common sense would tell you I don't give a fuck if you're designing in in a a different country Mm -hmm. or whatever right there I'm just <clears throat> my brain won't allow me to believe that these motherfuckers don't know exactly what they're doing. Right. And at the end of the day, it doesn't slow down or stop their sales. If anything, like I said, I'm sure it boosts it because we're just advertising their stuff for free in wow. our anger. So I wish that I knew what exactly could be done or said to get through to these motherfuckers, but I don't think there is a getting through again. I think that we're once again being used um, for these people to make additional money and they know that they all all they have to really do is um really some sort of half oh the heart niggas okay i had to google the brand to see like i know i've yeah, heard yeah, of it but it's that heart, heart thing got you it. yes um yeah they know what the fuck they're doing and they know that they really could just go like oh we're, we're so sorry if we offended anyone and we didn't even know you niggas still cared <laughs> Anyway, yes, coming you did. this fall, <laughs> blankety blank. Right. Um. So I would just, you know, I'm just hoping that more of us can keep that in mind when we see this dumb shit. I really understand how annoying it is, how hurtful it can be and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, these niggas know that shit too and they don't give a fuck. So. I assumed it was a French brand just because of the name, but it was actually founded in Tokyo. Oh, well, there you go. Yikes. Um... Now I'm going to pass my read. Pass the read like we used to. Ew. So this read, well, I'm going to give you a name. I'm going to call you Nisi. Yes. I actually don't even know your gender. I'm just calling you Nisi. Nisi is, is genderless. Is it? Sure. I guess it can be. Like, but I was just thinking of Nisi from Moesha. Oh, uh, yeah, me too. Anyway, I love her. It says, first off, shout out to the genius that decided to. Oh, it, the subject of this message says Chicago dispensaries are trash. Oh, Lord. First off, shout out to the genius that decided to bring the company Kukoff Conference to Chicago in the dead of winter. That's a whole other read for a whole other time. <laughs> The only silver lining, I thought, was that Illinois had just legalized it for recreational use on January 1st. So while I'm out here freezing my ass off and listening to these white people rah-rah, which she put in quotes, again, (laughs) 
don't know why I'm assuming your gender. I'm sorry. I could at least be high off some quality bud while doing it. Right? Wrong. I consulted weed maps and set out for the closest dispensary on the list. $15 lift ride later. I was informed that the dispensary was only open for medical use and would not open for recreational until Friday. It's Monday, bitch. That won't do. Which is insane. If anything, yeah, I, I would that. believe that recreational should be taking place on Monday when people need it the most. Right. I would think so. That is weird. But maybe they need to get their license or something. I don't know. Thinking, okay, this establishment is clearly not ready for prime time. I looked up the next closest, oh, Lord. a spot that had billboards around town advertising recreational. So surely they must be prepared to serve the people. Wrong again. Four security guards outside, but it took only one to tell me they were also shut down for recreational buyers. And I should come back in the morning to stand in line when they opened at 9 a.m. Bitch. <laughs> I return in the a.m., stand on line for one hour and 15 minutes. Oh, uh-uh. Get a, I'm, and I'm thinking to myself as I'm reading this, like, how high would I really want to be? Like, would I go through all of this? N- no, not an hour and 15 minutes. I would not. No. Especially but I would have traveled with weed, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That don't help, that don't help you right now. <laughs> it One hour and 15 minutes. Get up to the counter and I'm informed, informed they are out of flour, out of gummies, <gasps> and purchases are limited to one pre-roll and one cartridge. Bitch! <laughs> bitch on fire not one pack of pre-rolls <laughs> one fucking joint <laughs> furthermore the cartridges they have do not fit a standard vape pen that what? you can procure from a smoke shop Jesus. you gotta go buy some fancy vape pen that you can only get online to even be able to smoke that bitch one pre-roll and one 500 milligram cart for 101 American I know doubles. you're fucking lying. It ain't no way in the world. At this point, I'm pissed. I'm hungry. I'm about $50 in the lift rides, and I've missed half of the conference sessions I signed up for today. <laughs> and what do I have to show for it? One J and the cartridge I cannot use until eBay delivers this fucking Georgia Jetson ass vape pen to me. What? What the fuck, Chicago? Did y'all not know that you voted to legalize this shit? Why is no one ready? And then it says Miranda Priestley's voice. Yeah. This is not how you do business in the year of our Lord, 20,020. Shout out to the Lyft driver that tried to sell me an eighth on the way to the dispensary. Amen. I should have listened to you. You should have. I should have listened. Sent for my iPhone, Nisi. Again, he, she, they, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, but thank you for this letter. It meant a lot to me. Also, I love Chicago very dearly. Um, so don't shoot the messenger, guys. Yeah, um, I too love Chicago and would like to go back. So yes. please don't be mad at me. But I also don't think I've had a bad experience with a dispensary in Chicago. I've never gone to one because they just um, legalized recreational, like right. on the first. Okay. So honestly, I would have expected them to have to work the kinks out of that process. But I also understand you know, being tired of being sober. <laughs> and if I waited in line for 90 minutes, I better get my fucking weed. You should be selling me whatever the fuck I want in this bitch, bitch. one joint. It's January. And then you bought the cartridge in that Chicago. needs the weird battery? Well, I don't even know why you bought it. I know they had you standing outside. Oh, uh-uh. Hell no. Hell no. So. Not in that Chicago weather. Oh, no, bitch. I literally will not do it. I don't even know why you went to Chicago in the winter, bitch. <laughs> That's where snow goes to die. <laughs> so, 
Like Snow goes to the Chicago to give up. Yeah. Girl, uh uh-uh. $101 for one joint. Bitch. <laughs> and a half grand. But even that is a cartridge you can't use. So right, and it's not even you can't even use it. Ah, I understand your frustration, but damn, girl. Oh, but yeah, it makes sense if they just legalize recreational and whatnot. But well, hold on, but how long has medical marijuana been? I think legal for there? a while. It's been at least a year. Oh, but you know, know what? Sure. Just because like medical marijuana is legal in places doesn't really. It doesn't really mean that, like, any kind of marijuana is. Because <clears throat> I think medical marijuana is legal here, or has been legal here for a while, but yeah, it's it very, is. very restricted in terms of type of weed you can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a madman on Fifth Avenue. Which I still it's have so not crazy. seen, but I, I mean, because what's it. the point of going? Because it's not like you can go in there and get anything. Right. But, oh, girl, I really do feel, like, my heart goes out to you, because being yeah. sober when you don't want to be is the fucking worst. But... And you at work. You're only there for work. I'm not going to blame the city, the city of Chicago for this one. I'm yeah. sorry, sis. <laughs> I know it sucked for you, though. I feel your pain. Mm-hmm. Over an hour in line and you got one joint, it's going to take you way less than an hour to smoke that. You're going to be pissed the whole time. Well. Mm, good luck, though. Blessings. Um, I guess that's it. Thank you, Nisi, for your letter. Did you get that out of the password inbox? Yeah. If you have a read you want to pass, send that to passthereed at gmail.com and you may just hear your own irate words on the show. The last two are both about Tyler Perry. Are they really? Yeah. Oh my God. You want to read one or no? No. Okay. <laughs> well, that wraps up the one show. One of these is somebody like viciously dragging their baby. Read father. it. And I, uh, should I? You have to. People are going to be like, oh my God, why you ain't read the one about the baby daddy? <sighs> Fake name, please. <laughs> oh shit. Um... I'm going to give you the name. Who was someone who was cussed out a nigga or a baby father in a film or show? Monica? <laughs> I just feel like Monica. I'm going to call you Yvette. Okay. <gasps> Jody! Yvette says, this read is for my bum-ass baby daddy. Shit. <laughs> I'm going to start. This read is for my bum-ass baby daddy, Steve Owens. No! So there's no... <laughs> Steven, I'm reading a lot. I don't even, I have nothing to do with this. There's no, so there's no confusion who decided, who decided filing a protective order against me based on lies was better than filing for custody of his kid. I was a weak-minded individual for taking you to court for child support and custody. But yet here we are and you're listening to whatever your 30-day girlfriend is telling you. You and her are both dumbasses. You're suddenly not safe when that child support payment needed to be made. Fuck you, nigga. I would rather be in court for you trying to get custody after all you claim I am an unfit mother. But yet my kid is in every gifted and talented shit. (laughs) What? My kid is in every gifted and talented shit the school offers. <laughs> Guess I'm not that unfit. Telling a seven-year-old to ask me for $25 to go to Dave and Buster's is the lowest of low, nigga. If you can't afford your child, then you clearly can't afford a girlfriend. Oh, I'm sorry. You would rather put the girlfriend first and fuck your child, right? Is that not the same reason you chose to not purchase any Christmas gifts for your daughter? But made your made sure your Made sure your said girlfriend got her gifts on Christmas Day. The same nigga hiding at Walmart parking lot to avoid having your kid over the weekends, but yet I'm at the deadbeat you wanted to be so badly, and you're making it so easy. 
Let's be clear. The measly $219 a month isn't even half of what I spend on our kid. Let's not forget her two years of private schooling. You gave $0 towards her schooling and we were all living together, etc. So don't ever think we need you. I would just want my child to have a father. Yet your concern is your friends needing you to promo their shit so you don't run to them before you drop shit for your kid. (laughs) Since you're so broke, you may want to go back to driving Uber since you listened to your girl telling you to stop doing it, but you couldn't stop to spend time with your own child. You clear need the extra funds. Fuck you, nigga, and your dumbass girlfriend. Both of y'all can kiss my ass. Sent from my iPhone. Okay. Wow. Ooh, message clipped. View the entire message. Oh, shit. No, <laughs> please. I was about to say, please. <laughs> Is she going to give us his date of birth and they city and all? Like, the, she put the man's first and last name in the email. Girl. Steve, you know who you are. Quit playing. <laughs> we know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, can niggas file protective orders because to get out of paying child support is that even how that works I wouldn't know I feel like you still have to pay that child support I mean Starlight has to support the damn baby <laughs> right. like, so. the baby's still here so oh niggas though they will invent new ways to disappoint you yikes city yikes 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 look don't be going sending us no damn <laughs> emails just dragging this nigga that you I mean I mean he's your baby daddy girl <laughs> Ask the child for $25 for Dave and Buster. I can't. By the way, the subject in the email is $25 for Dave and Buster. <laughs> that's the part she that can't get over. She, that's, that one really made her sick. So you could do all this shit for that bitch and have all kind of presents. Well, I mean, that is that is a good point, though. Like, your girlfriend got a bunch of presents on Christmas, but your kid didn't? Nothing yeah. from you at all? Like, that is trifling. Mm. Well, All right. Yes. You asked. <laughs> I did. There and is. that is what it was. So, yeah, if you have something like that to say, pass the read at gmail.com. That wraps up this week's show. Uh, we're at this is the We are on social media at this is the read. We have a live show coming up on February 15th here in New York City, thereadlive.com for the link to tickets. And what else do we have? Any other? News this week? No, I think that's uh, the thing. Okay. Well, let's get on out of here then. So we will see you guys again next week with more hot tops, more of your drama. Oh, Lord. (laughs) People to cuss out. Be good to yourself and to others. That's the ending of something. Um, Hold on. Oh, my God. Wait, no. Be good to yourself. Oh, my God. Wait, no. It's going to drive me crazy. I'm just going to Google it. Are you? I knew it. I knew it when you said it. And then when you said it's from something, it left my head. Be good. Is that is that Mr. Rogers? I feel like it's a, like a talk show they used to say. Yes, that. it is. Why was I thinking Oprah? But that ain't it. Nigga, is it Jerry Springer? Oh, oh it is Jerry Springer! <laughs> it's Jerry fucking Springer! That was the last he used to thing say that at of. the end of every show! Yes, he would somehow try to yes. finagle all of that ratchet bullshit. Like he didn't just have brothers and deep... sisters fucking each other on stage 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Bitch, what? Like... Bitch is pulling their wigs off <laughs> in fucking a kiddie pool full of whipped cream. And then this nigga's talking about, you know the thing about life and existentialism? Yes! It's just, it's like, he did what? always give some bullshit motivational speech at the end. Like, you just showed us an hour worth of bullshit. Like, literal <laughs> garbage. Oh, I'm That's so glad. That's the last place I would have thought of. Woo. I was thinking Mr. Rogers, too. But whatever. The that was going to drive me crazy. It is absolutely, yes, 100%. It is Jerry Springer's final answer. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, y'all.